It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. A man back from the world stage is Blair Orange. He joins us on Trotstalk. Morning to you, Blair. Good morning, Greg. Hey, buddy. Good, thank you. Straight back in the country, straight back in the winner's circle, grabbing win number 100 for your good mate Kyle Austin with Live On Legend on Friday night. I suppose it's just business as usual. Yeah, for sure, mate. Uh, come back and you know earn a bit to pay the mortgage off. So, uh, yeah, it's good to you know get that monkey off your back from 99 to 100 for the season. And you know what it's like sometimes you can sit on that mark for a while. So good to get that ticked off early, mate, and uh, yeah, press on. All right, let's talk about this World Drivers' Championship and the experience of representing your country, driving against some of the best drivers in the world on tracks and horses that you hadn't seen either of, and most of the time you didn't have an interpreter. That would have been a challenge. Oh, very much so, Greg. Um, the first racetrack done it very, very well, and we, um, I had a lady called Astrid who was my interpreter, and you know, she was worth a weight in gold for what she done for me on that day with, uh, obviously, with the barrier language. And, yeah, I found that day really, really comfortable and, and easy to deal with. But from there on in, the last three days, we're on our own. So things got a little complicated trying to understand what they wanted or what they the horse could and couldn't do. So in the end, you just sort of <laughs> put your hands in the air and had no idea what they wanted. So you just went by feel. Yep, well, you've uh, certainly driven uh, many, two, over 2,500 winners, so you, you know your way to the winner's post, and you got one win out of the 20 drives, so you replicated what your old boss Mark Purden did in the Canadian series four or five years ago. So I, I suppose it was satisfying from that point of view. You finished 8th of 10 overall, but the whole experience would have been something pretty special. You had your mum and dad there, a couple of your good mates as well. So, um, yeah, getting to that part of the world, you probably wouldn't have gone there otherwise on picking. Nah, for sure, Greg. And as I say, the experience was really good. And, you know, driving some of, against some of the, the best in the world was a great experience. And, you know, just to sum up their quality of trotters compared to ours, which was um, interesting. And, yeah, it's, uh, it was really a good good trip. And, you know, we had a great time for a couple of weeks after the series with A. Stewart and good mate Brent Wool, a.k.a. Booze Up. So, uh, yeah, seen a lot of history over there and really enjoyed the time away and, you know, just to re- recharge the batteries. And you got a chance to catch up with the 10-time Premiership winner, Dexter Dunn, on your way home. Um, yeah, that would have been pretty cool. And you were telling me you travelled to a race meeting in the private jet, a lifestyle of the rich and famous, by the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, they don't live in houses over there, mate. Dex lives in a mansion and he drives a bloody <laughs> Rolls-Royce-type car. So, yeah, obviously it's very good money over there and the boys do really well and, you know, Dex is still kicking goals. So, uh, yeah, it was great to catch up with him and, see their lifestyle and, and how they go about their daily jobs. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, miles behind there, just beating State Highway 1 while they are getting in private jets, mate. Yep, well, you've headed south down there today and uh, just the four drives there. So let's just whip through them for our Trots Talk listeners. Uh, My Star Blue Jean in race number four showed enough last time and has trialled nicely, so some sort of chance? Yeah, probably of my, my wee few drives. Greg, he's probably the, the best one of the four, so... He's uh, drawn one wide, but has been trialling good, and I uh, trained him on 
Friday morning, and he, he did train very well. So, uh, yeah, he looks the pick of my drives for the day. All right, race number eight, Idle Stewart Tia uh, for the stable that you've had good success for with uh, Roger Austin. Uh, she's in a fresh condition, and it's somewhat fresh condition, even though she's fourth up this time in. Would she need the run, or is she capable enough in this sort of field? Uh, in this sort of field, she is capable, Greg. She uh, she seems to be better driven quietly, so she's off 20 metres, so that'll, that'll happen anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a field she should be competitive, so uh, you'd like to think she's a top four chance if things go her way. All right, she's a $7 chance. $13 about Archie for a great man, Murray Pash. He's a, a huge uh, contributor to the to the harness racing game throughout his entire life, so you'd like to drive another winner for him, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. Pash is a great guy, and I actually caught up with his son, Dwayne, when I was over in America, so that was good too. But, uh, yeah, he's probably up against it a little bit from, I think he's number 16 out of 16, and, yeah, he's going to have a lot of traffic trouble, so uh, he'll, he'll need a bit of luck on the side, Greg. Yep, that is Archie, of course, and in the last, uh, you drive the Grand Campaigner, which is uh, Santana Mac. Um, he's won a lot of races, uh, as we know, but uh, he's getting on a little bit age-wise. He's a nine-year-old, so in the old, he'd be ten now, but a couple of scratchings mean you've only got five rivals, so um, he should be competitive. Yeah, look, Greg, I actually thought about this one on the way down, and um, I think I might cut the ribbons with him early, and, you know, it's only 1,700 metres, and a couple of times I've won on him, he's, he's rolled along quite quick in front, so uh, I might try those tactics again today, and uh, if he gets beat, he gets beat, but I, I think he could be a wee smoky if um, if he is able to cross the lead and, and just carry on at the tempo the whole way. Yep, plenty of short racing there over the 1700, it's a cracking track uh, from that start point uh, too, so he's an $8 chance if you want to take him on the each way, but your best player comes up in race four, number nine, My Star Blue Jean, currently a $4.2170 chance. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Greg. He, uh, his couple of trials have been, been good, even though I haven't been there. Um, I've watched them, and, and they have been nice. And as I say, the way he trained on Friday, uh, he does look my, my better chance for the day. Blair, did you take in the Eureka last night? The $2.1 million race won by the Mayor in Cypher, beating uh, Leap to Fame. We spoke to Luke McCarthy. Um, certainly had a lot of hype around it, that race. Yeah, well, actually, you know, Greg, it's a bit past my bedtime, those races, so I actually <laughs> recorded them and <laughs> watched them this morning while I had breakfast, and yeah, it's great to see, you know, the only mare in the race, she was uh, beautifully handled by Luke, as you'd expect, and, you know, what a combination, Emma Stewart, Clayton Tonkin, and uh, Luke McCarthy and the bike, um, doesn't come much better than that, so yeah, really, really enjoyed the race, and I thought the second horse was very good too, so... You know, making that early move to sit parked on a, on a very good tempo. And, uh, yeah, once again, um, Luke's uh, lucky Luke, they call him, don't they? So, good on <laughs> Yep, they certainly do. Uh, I can tell you that Lensmith Mile winner, Rock and Roll Do, who you've seen before here at the Cup Carnival, he was excellent winning the Lensmith Mile. And on his radar, Blair, is our own slot race too, the race by Grins, which you won with copy that in April. So uh, they're hoping to come over and have a crack at that one. So I was, I was pleased for Michael Stanley because often when you uh, have a horse come with the hype that he did leading into the cup and he disappoints, it's it's hard to come back from that. But he's clearly back after sitting park last night. Yeah, and he, I think the key thing last night for him, Greg, he looked to relax really well sitting parked. And, you know, I know that last campaign when Anthony was driving Anthony Butt a couple of times he, he got quite fierce and sort of pulled himself into the ground and 
you know, ruin, ruin his chances himself. So, you know, it was good to see him sit parked to relax and and sit outside Spurness and Louie, who, uh, you know, put up a fight. But, you know, full credit to Mick Stanley and the team. Um, great to see him back. Yeah, and he's nominated for the Cup 2 is Spirit of St. Louis. Another Group 1 placing. I'll have to count them up, Leah. I reckon he's finished second in about eight, might even be nine Group 1s, which is absolutely staggering. He deserves to get one, and last night he, he gave it every every uh, hope in front, but uh, unfortunately rock and roll do for the connections at Spirit of St. Louis, that is, uh, wasn't able to hold on. Hey, appreciate your time, Blair. Uh, nice to have you back at the country. Good luck today, and we'll talk again soon here on Trots Talk. No, thanks, Greg. Appreciate that, mate. All right, that's Blair Orange, who's heading for his sixth premiership uh, and uh, looks well on target to do that, grabbing win number 100 on Friday night with Live On Legend.